Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Welcome to a special episode of You Made Me Watch, where this week, Allison... I didn't make, well, I guess by proxy, I made you watch something. Sort of. But our friends, the Wideners, made you watch. Hackers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You made me watch. Why'd you make me watch this? You made me watch something that I didn't like. Next time we'll watch. Welcome to You Made Me Watch. It's the podcast where me, Mike Bobbitt, and my wife, Allison Bobbitt, go back and forth making each other watch movies the other has never seen before. I have been walking on thin light ice lately. Thin lice. I've been walking <laughs> on thin lice lately. Gross. Which is the worst kind of lice because it it's is. very hard to detect. It goes right through the comb. It does. It goes, it goes right, right through right the comb. Through so the comb. I decided to put someone else in the barrel. Actually, this came up kind of organically. Uh, we're hanging out with our friends Meg and Gordon, the mm-hmm. Wideners, who yes. also have a child the same age as Benjamin. So instead of trying to edit around the sounds of one three-year-old, we'll be <laughs> editing around the sounds of two of them. Two of them. hey So uh, we're hanging out here with mm-hmm. them. Now that we've recorded, they've actually come up from the basement to be I part of this yeah. recording. <laughs> as soon as we started recording, they were yep. like, oh, Hello. hello Hello. <laughs> We're watching a movie that is one of Gordon's favorite movies. And I think it came up organically because Meg and I were at work kind of maybe goofing on your movie a little bit. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. We started talking about Matthew Lillard. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. That's how it is. Because the right. magic convention, like I learned yeah. that Matthew Lillard's really into Magic the Gathering. That in D&D, he co-owns a company that makes like super high-end accessories. Oh. And stuff like that. Nice. Yeah, like, They'll do like a collector's edition of a D&D book and it'll be like, like look fleshy and, and iron bound and stuff. Wild stuff. It nice. makes me like Lansing's own Matthew Lillard even more. I know. <laughs> so we had all seen Hackers with the exception of Allison. So I knew what I was getting in for. This <laughs> is actually the third time I've watched Hackers since moving back to Michigan. All three times were for podcasts, and I don't. I think this is the first time a podcast has actually come of me watching Hackers. So, finally, thank God. I didn't hate it, but I didn't know that there was such a crazy, sexy life for teenage hackers. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I didn't portrayed by like twenty somethings. Absolutely. Yeah. Can you break down the plot of this? Because even after. I've seen this at least four or five times. I know I saw it when it first came out in the theater. I still don't know what happened. Yeah, I still don't know. What I don't happened. know. Okay. Yeah. 
I mean, I kind of know. I know how it ended, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because there's like not a lot that happens, and then everything yeah. happens. Yes. 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 Help us, Gordon. You're our only hope. That's me doing Star Wars. Star Wars is like my hackers. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I I look forward to my theme park opening someday. (laughs) So you have uh, Kid Genius, Dade Murphy. He's living in Seattle with his mother and father. He's 11 years old. Um, He's very, very gifted with computers, creates this crazy virus that crashes a bunch of systems, gets spread around through a nascent internet. Um, Then he gets sentenced to probation, can't touch a computer until he turns 18. His parents divorce because they're financially ruined is his dad in the uh, courtroom scene i don't remember yes he, okay they're both both parents are there okay and then flash forward he ages 25 years and seven years yes. <laughs> is on a plane going to new york city uh it's a transfer student at a um a relatively prestigious school like a lot of rich kids a lot of kids that are into the same interests as him gets a computer back for his 18th birthday immediately starts hacking into things breaks into tv network it's a good thing that computer technology doesn't change drastically over the course of like seven years yeah he totally especially between like <laughs> slid 1988 right in. and 1995 yep he's like i'm good I'm, let me just hook this yeah. back up to yeah. to aol and jump in here mm-hmm. yeah hours later but fixed starts, it. starts encountering um his fellow students both virtually and in real life and falls in with a group of hackers out there one kid is just trying to make it trying to trying to get <laughs> popular to and get in with with this little group and ends up stumbling into a like a racketeering type situation mm-hmm. basically finds evidence of a severe crime slash pending ecological disaster yes. uh, gets found out gets arrested because the person um the guy who's stealing from the company he works for is basically like trying to look for someone to take the fall for it ends up pinning it he's on not him. just a guy he's he's the, the plague the plague yes. the plague yes mr the plague uh the academy award winning mr the plague that is <laughs> so, stevens he didn't win for acting right no no he, no, he, for, he was no. a producer on some documentary right yeah what it was i, I feel it. like it was about dolphins if i'm not mistaken or like something like that something incredibly peaceful that i never would have imagined interesting but yeah, so the fallout from this, you know, people start getting arrested. Dade gets wind of it. He can't get arrested because he's still like got a record, wants to go to college, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But ends up getting sucked in, helps them figure figure out by looking at the code of this virus what's actually going on just mm-hmm. in time for all of them to avoid being thrown in jail for the rest of their lives. Yes. Right. <laughs> So they beat the bad guys. That's the extremely abridged version. <laughs> you are right, by the way. It is about dolphins. That's what I thought. The Cove, 2010. Oh, oh, okay. yeah. oh, I didn't know it was that. Cool. And his name is Stephen Fisher. Fisher but he Stevens. had to reverse it for the Got Screen it. Actors Guild because there was already a Stephen Fisher's registered. They can make you change your name? Yeah. yeah. No one can there have the same is, name. Uh, there, We were watching uh, a man called Otto. And in the end credits, there was an Allison R. Hood. <gasps> oh, interesting. Which, because Allison has an IMDb yeah. credit, it made me wonder if they were just like, well, we don't know. She has a credit that's older than yours, so you have that's, to go. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm not even, I'm not like, even in a guild. Yeah. I just am randomly, I randomly have an IMDb credit because of I was in a, like a friend's movie a million years ago. <sighs> which is funny scene. because- Allison R. Hood 
has a credit that is not her credit, which is Allison's credit. Which is my credit. She's credited with my credit. Well, there's only one thing you can possibly do, and that is you have to fight on pay-per-view. I do. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you totally have to Highlander her. Highlander her. I guess. You have to cut her head off. I don't want to do that. (laughs) You don't don't, want to not do that either, though. There's the only one, though. That's true. Do I get a sword? And she spells it the same way, too. Oh, yeah. A-L-L-Y-S-O-N. Yeah. Of course you get a sword. Okay. Well, if it's a sword, then all right. Not going to make you cut a head off with a butter knife. So this movie, um, <laughs> <laughs> I like I said, I didn't hate it. I'll take that. It's like really good 90s cheese. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It was so 90s. They're in rollerblades. You, so much. You can't go longer than five minutes without someone being on rollerblades. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. What I I started to read the oral history for it, and was something like espionage plus rollerblades equals uh, hackers, which I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's fair. I'll take it. Yeah. What is your introduction to this? Because I know it came out when I was 23, because mm-hmm. I'm the same age as. Newly turned 18-year-old Johnny Lee Miller. <laughs> Strangely enough, I am exactly the same age as Angelina Jolie, because at one point in time, her birth date was June 4th, 1972, but now it is settled at 1975. For is some it? Yeah. Yeah, it kept changing. And Johnny Lee Miller had two wives who uh, both had June 4th birthdays. So that means I could marry Johnny Lee Miller. Oh, that's so nice. Not a bad option. No. His grandpa played M in the Sean Connery James Bond movies. Ooh. Do you think he do you think he still dyes his hair blonde? Johnny Lee Miller? Yeah. No, I think he has dark hair now. It's a production company with Jude Law and Ewan McGregor. Oh. I guess good for him. That is a very nineties thing to do though, I feel like, is for guys to just like box dye their hair blonde yeah that like box blonde yeah it's like a little too yellow yeah it's way Maybe it's very brassy orange. not yeah. real brassy yeah can you imagine if someone did that in <laughs> <laughs> especially if they already had blonde hair yeah <laughs> also at one point angelina jolie is wearing a rash guard as a shirt and i was like yeah that checks out i mean at one point or like throughout most of the film throughout most of the film just the outfits alone i was like yeah we all thought it was going to be like some kind of Mad Max ski surf future. Yeah, there's a lot of wetsuits on dry land. Yeah. With mm-hmm. like motocross boots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really is like thrift store Mad Max in there. But it like, is. It yeah. For me. It is. I do think I read once that Matthew Lillard designed his character's outfit. Like it was all Matthew Lillard's clothes. Which that makes sense to me. I would believe yeah. that. Yeah. And he, Matthew Lillard, Lillarded it, it up. Yeah. It's like in, a, a parody. Yes. I was like, that is the most Matthew Lillard Matthew Lillard has ever been. Wearing the tiniest sunglasses. No tiniest sunglasses, mm-hmm. the braids, the the shirt with the cutoff sleeves so that he could expose his own nipples to be weird periodically. <laughs> you um, don't do that when you're excited, just start rubbing like Gordon does. I don't. Uh, well, I mean, good on ya. Do you cut your sleeves off, though? I've never done that. Well, you should. Really just make your friends and family uncomfortable. <laughs> just <laughs> whip, it, whip them out. So, yeah, that was that was fun. I liked, uh, is it Freak? Is Freak his name? Yes. Yeah. His hair? With a PH. With a PH. <laughs> I liked his hair. 
that's a well, lot. Freak that's... is a hacking term. Freak is what it's called when you do the phone hacks, where you could. Oh, um, yeah. okay. So there um, is a lot of like lingo in this movie that I just don't get because I'm not a hacker. <laughs> right. This is what this is my theory of why I think this movie resonates with Gordon so much. Okay. I remember someone saying of me when without going into like too many day job details at all. The reason I was so good at a day job that Gordon and I both worked at was because Gordon and I could both speak to the target audience and we could also both speak English. And I think Hackers to me is like the Gordon Widener of movies because it operates on a bilingual level because it can speak to the mass like movie going audience, but it can also speak to the niche crowd very well. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think Gordon likes the movie because it's bilingual in a way that Gordon is bilingual. Sort of like how William Shatner made those Esperanza movies because he could speak this language that no one else spoke. Yeah. So that's my theory. I feel like it's very complimentary. So first yeah. off, thank you. I think now that's why I still appreciate it. When I was a kid, it was like, I thought this was cool. And here was this budgeted Hollywood version that actually makes these people that I wish I was look cool. That really, really stuck with my child self who had rented it from American video. Right. Because it would be really hard to make a movie that would show actual hacking look exciting where it'd just be like, you know, reading code and typing. So the way that they stylize what hacking looks like is it's like Tron, but it's pretty neat. It was cool the way that they did that where, you know, because I did really appreciate the way that they did visualize how the hacking was happening. Because I feel like in a lot of other movies, when you see it, it's just a screen with like, you know, the black screen with like the green letters and numbers. And they're like, okay, I'm in. And you're like, what even happened? This was, that was really well done the way they really visualized it. Um, and especially in the beginning when he's like looking out the plane mm -hmm. and the city turns into, you know, the, the computer, like, like a motherboard, like a motherboard. Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad you picked that up because I absolutely love that shot. Like every time I see yeah. it, I'm like, yes. Well, it's got that great orbital song over it too, which is just like perfect. Yeah, the yeah. music in this is really good. That opening sequence, I think, is one of the best opening sequences in a movie ever. Mm -hmm. I do like Matthew Lillard's. Out like it was very specific, like 1970s punk as done by Vivian Westwood, who owned like the sex shop. Yeah. You know, like yeah. mm -hmm. it was like, you know, couture. There was like a Lou Reed t-shirt at one point in time mm -hmm. and a Clash t-shirt. And I'm like, yeah, this is, you know, definitely um, a style that a high school kid would never be able to afford. But, you know. <laughs> but I still really enjoyed it. I like Johnny Lee Miller's leather jacket with like the padded, the pads mm -hmm. on it. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right. I've looked everywhere online for that jacket to buy for Gordon for his birthday, and I can yeah. never find Can't one find that's it. like oh. not a the one with like dollars. the cool shoulder thing. Yeah, yeah. like that's the gray a cool shoulder. jacket. It is. Yeah, it really is. It's pretty cool. The fashion was fantastic. It was on point. I actually really liked Angelina Jolie's makeup through all of it's it. It's really cool. It's like a reminds me of like the Urban Decay, yes, like, kind of frosted eyeshadow. Yes, like yeah. very bright, mm -hmm. you know, like blue or pink or you know whatever just a lot of a lot of eyeshadow yeah it was 
It was cool. It was. It's a look. It's a look. But I liked it. At one point, she has on all head to toe white spandex, which which I was takes like some courage. It it yes. But I guess if you look like Angelina Jolie, you can yeah. do that. That's fair. She shows it, her boobs in this, which she is does. good like, honor. I was wondering last night when we rewatched it. I'm like, I wonder how many times they had to do the shot to make sure that her jacket would open just enough for you to see both nipples. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was, and then there's that shot where she has like a sheer shirt on, and they're shooting her from overhead. Yeah, and you can see through the shirt, and I'm like, the only reason they have the shot is so that you can see her boobies. I actually never noticed that shot until last night. I didn't and notice I, it, and I watched this movie night. as a teenage boy. Yeah. So like, this is Angelina Jolie's first major motion picture too. She'd done like music videos. Like, I didn't even realize she was in like Meatloaf music videos, but um, oh yeah, wasn't think she was a teenager, wasn't she? Yeah. She's in um uh the she plays teenage runaway in uh rock and roll dreams come true for uh bad out of hell 2. And she's in like a widespread panic mu- music video. Um oh, this ties back to one of our hey, an opportunity to name drop. Oh, fun. Um <laughs> I thought it was going to be the fact that uh Chris McDonald played Matthew Lillard's uh, dad twice in two different movies. But no, the name drop is going to be that one of the first music videos Angelina Jolie did was for the Lemonheads. Oh, yeah. One of our friends is one yeah, of the founding of members of the Lemonheads. Oh, that's cool. Yes. That is wild. We're not yeah. friends with Evan Dando. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we're friends with Ben Diley. Yeah. He and Evan Dando created the Lemonheads when they yes. were in high school. Correct. Then, yeah. So ben, da- ben, ben Diley is not in the Lemonheads anymore. It, <laughs> yeah. It's it's chill. That's right. Yeah. yeah, the cast of this is really good too. You have like a lot of New York theater actors playing like the high school kids who are really you know like mm-hmm. forty five. <laughs> like, like I said, Freak was great. His hair reminded me of how I did my hair in high school. That's amazing. Because now now Scrunched I picture gel. you with scrunched. The, yeah, with the leopard tank too. Yeah. And the leopard pants? <laughs> yeah, the leopard everything really was top notch. All Yeah, all the actors were great. Is it Nikon was the other guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only person that was actually of high school age was the guy who played Joey. Jesse Bradford? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who's still an actor now. He does look he like a kid. Well yeah, he has. Arguably, maybe the best out of anyone yeah. in the movie. Well, good well, for I mean, him. The guy that plays Nikon is like... He 50? Really looks like he's like 45 in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, but like, the weird thing is he still looks like he's 45 now. Oh, okay. Because he plays like a lot of like cops on things. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's kind of like a built guy. And um, I'm not sure who I always confuse him with, but I know I always confuse him with another actor. And uh, it, it's funny to see him play a character who comes off like initially kind of hard and then you see him just being kind of silly <laughs> yeah. being goofy, because I yeah. feel like he's been typecast as like the hard, you know, no nonsense guy for most of his career. So it was fun to see him be silly with Matthew Lillard. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, they, I'm they were good. I, anything Matthew Lillard does, I'm, I'm into. Yeah. I was into it. Yeah. I wasn't sure how I would feel about it. Cause when I saw his hair, I was like, well, that's, that's a decision. <laughs> That's about as jarring as when we saw um what's his name from uh Weird Science? Bill Pullman. Oh, oh yeah, oh, Bill okay. Pullman's Pullman hair. And, yeah, where you're like, weird. what did he why? 
That's Mr. how President. I, I was. Just, no, that's Bill Paxton. <laughs> no, but, no, it was Bill Paxton is oh, in. Pa- oh yeah, oh, Bill Paxton. Pullman yeah. is 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 in Independence Day. Yeah. I I'm sorry. It's okay. Bill Paxton in Weird Science, where you're like, why? We did saw he do one this? of them in a grocery store, and we Bill had to Pullman. cut his head off because he was already dead. No, we saw Bill Pullman bag his own groceries in a Ralph's the day before Thanksgiving, and he was so nice to okay. everyone. Aww. And I was like, oh my God, I actually love you. That was back when we lived in Ala. I liked... Um... <laughs> He's like, I'm going to pretend you didn't do that. <laughs> Lorraine Bracco. <laughs> and her mm. glitter suit. I loved it. <laughs> I, I never noticed the glitter suit until last night and i was like oh i love this i need this it's a power suit plus glitter i was like well that's a decision someone made and i love it there was a joke that i didn't catch until watching it this time around too uh agent dick gill played by wendell pierce every time he's giving a speech to the press he's giving word for word the exact same speech each time which (laughs) i was like yep oh that's funny well hackers are a threat to our security like i like yeah. he's got it prepared. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. The guy who played Freak actually, uh, this kind of ties in is nice trivia within the movie. Uh, has done backup vocals for Mark Anthony. Oh yeah, what? So, yeah. Mark Anthony is in the movie. Yeah, Did when I saw him, I was like, "Is is that Mark Anthony? Why is he not singing uh, in a telenovela type show?" Because that's Mark Anthony married to Jennifer J- Lopez. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I know. I know he's someone, but I just didn't know what he's mostly known for being a singer, right? Correct. Or, Correct. Okay. Yeah. It was like a whole thing that he cut his hair for that role of all. Really? Things. Oh yeah. Like they mentioned it in the. There's a documentary on the Blu-ray, which of course I have. <laughs> oh. I mean. But- Live your life. Yes. <laughs> but but yes, apparently it was like a whole thing. He had to give an interview and like apologize. Be like, I'm sorry. For that movie. Yeah. And he's in it a lot more than I realized. Like now that I knew who he was, I'm like, oh, he's undercover throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's in almost every yeah. scene. Yeah. He's like dancing or he's just like sitting in the park, like near them. He's, he's like he's... at the party, like, hello, fellow teenager. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's a line that they pull out at work that Brittany at her work pulls out with me a lot. Anytime I say something that I try to be cool, she'll like (laughs) text me that shot of Steve Steve Buscemi. Yeah, hello, fellow kids. Yeah, (laughs) just like send him in with a skateboard one day. Oh, (laughs) backwards hat. Yeah, backwards hat. I wish backwards hat wearing was still a thing. I loved it. Gordon does it every so often. He's like, I'll do it right. I got you. I've got you. I feel like it is still a thing, but it's a very specific place that I maybe am not comfortable. It's just when you mean business. That's how that's how you get it across. I just feel like if there were a bunch of guys with their hats on backwards, I would be alarmed. This is not, yeah. I'd be like, I'm in a place where I am unsafe. Nothing good is about to happen. No. I feel like, though, like if Gordon with any group of guys with their hat on backwards, like... It would either look like A, a joke, or B, <laughs> we should help Gordon. <laughs> That's because he's so unthreatening. Yes. Yeah. Like if yes. Gordon is around with a backwards hat on, I'm like, this is fine. You're like, Gordon's I am having safe. a good time. Yeah. He's being a goof right now. We're we've, good. We've covered this on the podcast because it seems like he comes up a lot in the 80s movies that Allison makes me watch. 
anytime Oliver Platt, a young Oliver Platt, yes, then about the age that Gordon is now, pops up on screen, I'm always like, it's, it's Gordon. Yes. And, yeah. <laughs> and then we got in an argument because he's like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, he looks like uh, Oliver Platt, but he wears glasses. And he's like, Gordon doesn't wear glasses. I'm like, yes, he does. And he's like, no, he doesn't. I'm like, it, it took a, it took a while for him to come to terms with the fact that you wore glasses. <laughs> and you could have pulled him up on Facebook, but his profile picture is of his butt. So yeah, it's hard. To, I was like, ah, it's not going to work. I want you to know that as I was saying that Gordon looks like Oliver Platt, I looked over to verify that he was wearing glasses. And then you immediately went into him wearing glasses. <laughs> Zane. I just see a person who, for who they are on the inside, not for their uh, handicap. But if you <laughs> want to look at a person and all you see is their disability, then that's on you. We're all wearing glasses. What's the most interesting thing you learned from the uh, the Blu-ray documentary <sighs> on it? God, well, see, I didn't rewatch that 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 last night, so okay, it's hard for me to pull something out of. That Emmanuel brain. Goldstein is a real person? Well, yeah, that's not something I needed the documentary for, but yeah. Oh, I Emmanuel, here's that. something that yes. you guys started talking about that I had to go away for. So the Da Vinci virus is a nod to the Michelangelo virus, which may or may not have been a real virus. Right. Or it could have been a publicity thing that John McAfee, who came up with the McAfee antivirus, created to move his product or something like that and then you started talking about how john mcafee was yeah he just like, like completely went off the deep end after he sold the company and had a compound and i don't remember which central american country and <laughs> oh, like Jesus. thought that security forces or mobs were coming to get him eventually possibly killed himself possibly didn't if you read his twitter feed yeah wow i want a movie made about john mcafee now I mean, how we can make that happen. How is it that McCarthy <laughs> being it. as controversial as it is, that company didn't either change names or it still exists, considering it sounds like it was built upon a kind of a shady foundation? I think it's kind of like it just became known as the as the brand versus the man. Like, OK, yeah, I would say that's probably fair. It's like you don't want to lose the name recognition, even if you know there's a crazy person that started it. You know the crazy mm. person's not affiliated with it anymore because he's dead. <laughs> but, you know. I jokingly call this uh, Gordon Star Wars. <laughs> um, what is your actual Star Wars? I mean, this is probably my my favorite, like, we will just throw it on movie if it's on and we're flicking through, it stays on. It's just, mm -hmm. no, no, I don't normally sit and watch it. It's usually just like fade in fade out because i've watched it like 30 40 times so honestly this probably is it what's what's your star wars meg it's either the goonies or it's a very little known movie from 1995 called angus what's it called angus oh i've heard of that movie yep. i've never seen it but yes about a fat kid who falls in love yeah. with a cheerleader yeah, yeah. starring uh, james vanderbeek oh yeah yeah james vanderbeek what a dude the Dawson. Will you guys come I, back and watch Angus with us? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes. Okay. It's um, I have the DVD because it's kind of hard to find. Okay. But uh, the soundtrack is just like perfect '90s grunge. Like oh, nice. oh I was gonna Chef's say, kiss. yeah. Just, what I love what it. genre? So that's the only jar on it, right? 
Yep, Green Day does a lot of it. There's Goo Dolls before they became like a thing. soft pop rock. Goo yeah, Dolls, <laughs> back when they made grunge music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm on board for this. Yeah, I remember seeing it in the video store. Oh God, I just aged myself really hard. <laughs> I remember seeing it in the video store and being like, "Yeah, that looks like one I would watch." And then I just never ended up renting it. So I'm I'm definitely down to watch Angus. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Good. If you were to have a hacker name, have you thought about what your <laughs> hacker name would be? Yeah, we talked about that last night. Oh, okay. heck yes. I think well, mine would be Glitter Tsunami. Yes. Okay. Did we land on one for me? No. Uh oh. There is a hacker name generator, apparently, you can find online. That somewhere. sounds right. But I've decided mine is going to be Norton McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm here for that. Yes. You nerd. I'm going to be a hacker with a heart of gold. Yeah. Just like. The Johnny plague. Lee, Mister the Plague, Mister the, <laughs> the Plague. I love that his apartment's like a mix between like the Sharper Image and Sky Mall. Yes, uh-huh. yes, very strange. I I liked yep. Penn Gillette just being in this movie too for like. For yeah, no why reason. why not? Let's put yeah, Penn Gillette in here. Room. Give him a line every so often. Yeah, that was yeah. a fun surprise. I was like, oh, have him working at a desk where there's not really a keyboard. But, just yeah. hitting things. The basically touch screen keyboard. Yeah. But, but every key press goes chunk, chunk, chunk. Yep. Chunk, yes. chunk. This, this was Foley's yeah. best day on this film. Yes. <laughs> now I'm thinking that my hacker name should be uh, Chunky Key Press. <laughs> Chunky Key Press. <laughs> what would your hacker name be? I don't know. Can you think of one? I'll look at the generator. And yeah, do the what generator. What were the ones you were deciding on last night, Gordon? Craze Quicksilver. We're gonna go with that. Oh yeah, that's fun. That's I love one. it. Yeah. I love it. You you could also uh, be a, an X Men with that. That's it, true. Absolutely, that is true. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really enjoyed um, just how many times they called themselves innocent hackers, <laughs> <laughs> which cracked me up every time they said it. They're like, and they're trying to frame innocent hackers. Mm-hmm. I was like, but hackers implies that well, you're, you're doing just trying something. to take the racist man off tv or are you trying <laughs> to steal millions of dollars like fair and nowadays who are you trying to steal the millions of dollars from yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it definitely there was a lot of propaganda around this age of making people afraid of hackers between like this yes. and like war games and stuff like that yeah. but i mean hacking isn't always done and i i don't think it's mostly done for malicious intent sometimes for i think these younger hackers it's the way i read it described was it's almost like playing a role-playing game where it's like there isn't a way to win Mm -hmm. you're just collecting experience you're doing it to say hey i completed this side quest of you know breaking into kmart and you know changing all the receipts to say you smell like farts or whatever oh yeah kind of like putting a keystroker on your Teacher's computer to get the administrative <laughs> password. Oh. Hey, look. I just helped, but that was fun. Oh. We actually talked about Zane. that last night. Because Meg's like, you know, why didn't you guys ever do anything with that if you had access to everything? And I'm like, because it's just, it was fun to have it. Right. I could look in and see, yeah. like, attendance records and grades and stuff. I didn't need to change them. I could have. Mm-hmm. Probably should have. Would have gotten to a better school. But... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sometimes just being able to get in is the fun part. Like, Mm. really doing anything is not necessarily the goal. Right. Because the bad guy in this movie ultimately is the corporate 
hacker guy. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know, it's yeah. Mr. The Plague. Yeah. Yes. Which is he a worse guy in this for being for having those motives, or is he a worse guy in short circuit for doing brown face? <laughs> oh. Zing. And did the cove really redeem Fisher, Fisher Stevens? Stevens? I would say yes. You know, he was in a relationship with Catwoman Michelle Pfeiffer for like three years. Oh, what? really? Yeah. Wow. Good for him. Happen? I don't know. Yeah. So I feel Maybe like he's like three feet tall and she's pretty tall. Yeah. I'm trying to picture that in my head. Well, I think you just figured out the appeal for Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> there. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, so normally we do recommendations when we do preview episodes, but since we didn't do a preview episode with this, do you have a... Uh, a recommendation for something pop culture that you've read, played, watched on television, um, video game, um, movie, anything like that that you think people should get eyes on? I have a podcast that I listen to that is if you are a child of the 90s or a Disney child, mm-hmm. they are going through and watching every Disney Channel original movie in order. Nice. Oh, yeah. You and told me about that. About it, yeah. yeah. It's called Mammoth Club. Wow. Oh, it's all right. Real funny because almost none of them age well. No. We uh when you told me about that, I was telling you about Alice and I watching Cat from Outer Space. Yes. 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 What about you, Gordon? I have just been chipping away at a game that came out called Like a Dragon Ishin. It's a historic um but not at all type thing. Like you're taking one of the key figures of when japan opened itself up to the west and Mm -hmm. stuff like that but now he has a sword and a gun and dudes try to jump him in the street and you cut them down and you help the woman like recover her baby and not get slaughtered for not bowing to them and stuff like that what do you play it on i have it on pc but it's out for like well not everything but it's out for like playstation xbox oh wow what's it called like a dragon ishin Ishin is okay, Japanese yeah. word, but it's sh- written in English. Is so- that the Shinsengumi one? It is the Shinsengumi one. Okay. Huh. It's it's pretty wild so far. What about you, Allison? What do you what do you have to recommend? Um Damn. Well, let's see. What I wasn't true prepared. Crime? I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I'll go. You want me to go and then you can prepare in your head? Yeah. Because I've already told you about mine. I watched an Alex Garland movie called Men, which Alex Garland did Ex Machina mm. and Annihilation. So his and the TV series Devs, which I really want to watch as well, too. And he wrote the uh, Carl Urban Dread movie, which mm. was really good. Um, Men back my mind. is I need to watch it. a horror movie about toxic masculinity, trauma. It's just, it's one of those horror movies that I really love where it's like, I watched it like a week and a half ago and I'm still trying to like unpack like, what, what, what was, like, I know it said something, but there was so much metaphor in it that um, I I just watched another Alex Garland interview today just to see if I could get another clue on it. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed it a lot. Uh, Rory Kinnear. Yeah, Rory Kinnear from Our Flag Means Death plays every male character in the movie with the exception of one, and it is just bizarre. It's definitely not a movie for everyone, but I think I enjoyed it. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I didn't enjoy it. I'm definitely still thinking about it. Still unpacking it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
What about okay. you, Allison? All right. My true crime recommendation is um, it's called Waco American Apocalypse. It's a three-part docuseries on Netflix. And it goes, I mean, I know a lot of us have heard of Waco and what happened there with, uh, I think it's the Branch Davidians. I think mm-hmm. that's yep. who it is. David Koresh. With yeah. David Koresh, yeah. And... um. Our one true Lord. Our one true Lord. <laughs> but this one, um, you know, you get to talk to some of the ATF agents who were involved in the raid, specifically one who almost died uh, and was like one of the agents taken out like on the hood of a car oh my God. For, for help. Some of the Branch Davidians who were there were interviewed for it. Um, and it's three parts, so it's pretty in-depth. They're about an hour long. And it's just a really in-depth look at at Waco, what happened, why it went down the way that it did. Um, it's really interesting if, if you're a true crime fan, especially for something that was such a crazy moment in our history. Uh, so, yeah. Waco, American Apocalypse. It's on Netflix. Check it out. I'm glad our child is learning about all the uh, <laughs> weird parts of recent U.S. history. Through osmosis. I know. I watch it right in front of the baby. I'm like, ah, oh, he's fine. He doesn't yeah. know yet. I did the same thing in front of Benji and he's fine. Is he though? I think so. Well, thank you guys for joining us. I got to be honest, not picking favorites, but I'm really looking forward to Angus a lot more than I was. Uh... <laughs> That's fair. Meg has better taste than me in most things, so it's okay. Oh, well, she picked you. I so. That. Oh, can we talk about one line in the movie? Yes. yes. There's one line in Hackers when they're hanging out in Cyberdelia that I think ages it more than anything else in the film. Is Matthew Lillard says, you can do nothing and your name goes through 17 computers a day. 17 yes. computers. <laughs> 17. Yep. It's like, I wish it was only 17. <laughs> what made me realize that, oh, we should definitely talk about this for a podcast was when I think Meg called Cyberdelia um a foot clan hangout yeah 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 it was like, yes. clan yeah mike told me that he goes uh meg said that the the club is best described as this and i was like yeah absolutely it is 100 percent it's hilarious like 90s new york was like that uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah I'm sad i missed it that new york that existed i would have loved it, it how unfazed hilarious. would you guys have been if bebop and rocksteady like just walk through the <laughs> completely just yeah. wander through like what's not up? walk through but rollerbladed through the oh club. yeah exactly. that's, that's the only acceptable mode of transit yes that and skateboarding alongside of a limousine yes, yes. holding yes. onto the handle and then disappearing into the steam it was amazing level of unnecessary it was such a level of unnecessary and then the fact that he started to run after him i'm like what do you it's too late and then you can see, <laughs> clearly see that the car turns like maybe like another couple steps down the road uh-huh. yeah <laughs> yep. all right so that was hackers it was super sorry audience if you heard a lot of kid garble or toys smashing it's we've got two toddlers and a baby here right now so you know we did our best and we're almost outnumbered i we are almost outnumbered (laughs) and and honestly even though we're not it kind of feels like we are (laughs) yeah but thank you guys so much for listening um check us out on our facebook page um leave a comment of any movies that you would like us to watch because we're looking for more yeah but only leave it in a leap speech text i need to have a lot of letters replaced with numbers <laughs> got it and then have you try to translate it oh then it's never going to get translated super sorry check out the instagram i usually update it 
at the right time, but sometimes it's a couple weeks before it gets updated, but it is cool and fun, so check it out. It's at You Made Me Watch. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. This was this was really fun. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for joining us, Megan Gordon. Thanks for having us. Thanks we so love you guys. And uh, we'll Asa see you next time. Asa and Benji, thank you guys for being here, too. Do you guys want to come say hi on the microphone? Wake up, 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 wake up